Radio MD. RadioMD.com. Hear it from the doctor with expert guests from the American Academy of Pediatrics. It's Healthy Children. Now, our favorite mom, Melanie Cole, MS. Welcome to Healthy Children. I'm Melanie Cole, and what an important episode we have today. We're talking about coming out and what to say to your children, what not to say to your children, and how we can help families come together and discuss this and have these conversations. Joining me is Dr. Naveen Marotra. He's the medical director for the My Whole Child Pediatrics in New Jersey, and of course, he's a spokesperson for the American Academy of Pediatrics. Dr. Marotra, it is a pleasure to have you join us today. Let's get started with sort of a definition. What does it mean to come out? Hi, Melanie. Thank you so much for having me on uh, once again. And uh, extremely critical to understand. And I think, you know, a lot of us think that we'll never have to deal with this, uh, but you never know um, in the day of diversity and inclusion. Um, and uh, what everybody, you know, discusses and talks and is now, uh, you know, you may have to deal with this. So coming out really is, uh, I, I guess, a, a a big revelation for the person who's making that decision that they're not conforming to what society has asked them to be. So if they're um, a male and they're supposed to conform to heterosexual standards and they've realized that they don't conform to that and at this point now they've made that decision and let their family members know that, hey, this is not me, this is who I am. That is what is called coming out. So for a lot of parents, this can be a very difficult topic to broach. So first of all, is there an age? And and we're speaking to parents whose kids may be experimenting when they're little, dressing maybe not the way that, you know, like you say, conforming, or boys playing with dolls. We used to hear about that all the time. Is there an age when it's okay or not okay, what, what are parents supposed to do if an eight-year-old comes and says this? Do they say it's a phase? Is that a big no-no? Tell us about age. So there's really no right age for someone to make that decision to, to come out. Um, you know, a lot of us will say, hey, this is just a phase. Let me try to really change the mindset of my child. But that's one of the most critical things not to do. So don't ignore it. Don't say that this is just a phase and it'll pass. It's about understanding your child and letting the child know that they can be open with you, discuss their inner feelings with you, and get the proper guidance so you can handhold them through this journey. And coming out um, is really a journey. It's a journey that's lifelong journey about you know, when you start feeling those different things, different feelings, you know, who you're attracted to, who do you really think you are if your sex that's been labeled as male at the time of birth, but inner feelings reflect that you might be considering yourself to have female tendencies. Who are you? And that can come at any age. And for you to say, okay, well, oh, you're not you know, 15 yet, or you're not 18 yet, you can't really make that decision is incorrect for a parent to do. 
Well, I agree with you, and I've been there, and so I know, parents, it can be not the easiest of conversations. So, Dr. Marotra, you're this great pediatrician, and you have to listen to your patients all the time. How do parents listen well? Do they ask questions? Do they just let their their child talk? Do they do they ask questions or just listen? Well, uh, it has to be a conversation. So the parents have to tell their kids, "Tell me what are you feeling?" You know, ask them. And really, you have to be non-judgmental. You have to uh, be open and not as soon as the child says, "Hey, uh, you know, Dad or Mom, I'm feeling different." Um, I'm not really sure if I'm attracted to this, uh, you know, I'm a boy, but I'm supposed to be attracted to girls, but I, hey, I really like boys. As a parent, you'll ha- I know it, it might come as a shock to many parents, uh, but at that point, you have to make sure you're non-judgmental. You ask them, let's talk about this. Let's see what you're feeling. Let's go ahead and, and understand where you're coming from. And if you give that warm approach to your child, your child will see an ally in you as the parent and will go ahead and work through this whole process with you, as opposed to automatically if you say, hey, you know, that you're not supposed to do this, this is a phase, hey, you know, uh, th- this is not right, our religion doesn't allow this, and so on. If you start coming in with those judgments, you have automatically cut your child off and you've lost that child. So during that initial conversation with your child, if they, if we're listening well and they express their own doubts or concerns about being gay or transgender or whatever they're coming out to us about, do you think that that only fuels parents' anxieties, makes it seem like they're not fully aware of the certainty of their news, that they're not quite sure themselves, and if they do express doubts... What do we say? Do we say, well, would you like to talk to a counselor? Do we, what do we do if they express their own doubts? Of course. Um, I, I think this is a um, sort of an area which no one really feels comfortable with, right? As a parent, here you are, you've had all of these thought processes. All of your family members have told you, oh, you know, your kid is going to grow up get settled down, get married, uh, have a nice life, and this is what you're supposed to do as a parent. You're supposed to lay the groundwork for them. And now when you, your child comes out and tells you this, then the first thing you say, oh, my God, this is a failed aspiration of mine that now my child is not going to conform to societal standards, and my child is not going to be what I wanted that child to be. So the first thing that we have to do is to let ourselves realize that it's okay to be different. It's okay to not be the way that everybody has told you that your child should be. So the first thing you need to tell your kid is that you still love them, you believe in them, and that you thank them for telling you this and making you a part of this discussion. And only then you can move to the next step and say, so let's see, let's hear what you have to say. And let's see what sort of support we can get for you. And if that involves getting a counselor in the picture, if that involves getting your pediatrician to be involved uh, in that, of course, the pediatrician should be there so they can guide you on this. You, at that point, have to facilitate all of these connections for your child. And as a parent, it behooves you to come out as non-judgmental and really hold that hand because 
these kids who don't have a place to go to for support are the ones that have the biggest mental health issues, uh, depression, um, you know, uh, suicidal ideations, and so on. So you don't want to lose that child. You want to make sure, as a parent, you accept your child in whichever shape, form they are in. And some of the do's and don'ts. Dr. Marotra, you already mentioned don't say this is this is just a phase you're going through. And as a parent, I know I've made these mistakes. And what about I knew all along? Does that make it easier for the, if it's, you know, maybe a child that's in their 20s and they're finally coming out to you, is that wrong to say, well, come on, we knew this all the time? Of course, because it's, it's passing a judgment uh, onto the child, saying that because of your mannerisms, because of who you are, you are locking them into a specific um, sort of set of uh, visualizations that you have seen, that this kid is acting this way, so he must be gay. Uh, this kid is not doing this, so he must be. So we are passing all of these judgments and really uh, telling the kid that you are so different. All right, so you don't want to come across and say, oh, I knew this all along. That's not right. So you want to go ahead once again is tell them that you're their ally, that you are going to help them get support in whichever form that you can and, um, you know, help them through this. And I think it's important, parents, that you tell them you believe them, you love them, and you thank them for telling you and so that that helps to ease their anxieties about telling you in the first place. And Dr. Marotra, what about other family members? So suppose your child tells you and you're very accepting and you're like, oh, I love you so much. I want you to be happy in whatever you do. Then they say, okay, but we also have to tell this person and they're maybe very religious or they're not into this or they won't understand. Do you offer to be with them when they tell? Or is this something that they, as you mentioned, a journey, is this something that they have to do on their own? No, I, I think uh, it, it's a discussion you have to have with your child. And obviously, you have to stand up for your child and facilitate that for them in case it needs to be done. I mean, why does the whole world need to know what your preferences are? If you need to make that connection and you need to make that divulsion of what your child's preferences are, yeah, I think if the child wants you to help them, please go ahead and do that. You need to stand up for your child. You need to accept and love your child as they are. And in this process, the other thing is you have to make sure that you support your child's self-expression. You reach out for education, resources, and support in whichever form you need. And it's not support just for your kid. It's support for yourself as well because as a parent, when you are first dealing with the situation, you may be going through a lot of mental stress because you're very scared. How am I going to tell my family? How am I going to tell my colleagues or whoever else needs to know who your kid is? At that point, you need that support to make sure that you are strong within as a parent and that you can help not just your child, but help yourself as well. And that's where I think support groups do come into play. When you go ahead and see other parents or meet other parents who have been in this situation and they can tell you what to watch out for, 
how to support your kid, what might have worked for them, and you can learn from other people's experiences. Those are all such good points. And Dr. Marotra, what if your child doesn't come out to you, but you know, and you and you have this idea about them? Is it okay for a parent to sit the child down and say, is there something you'd like to talk to me about? Or can we have a frank discussion about your sexuality? Do we do that? Or do we just kind of wait it out? Well, I think, uh, once again, there's no right or it's wrong. It's a tough question. Yeah, it, it is a tough question, and there is no right or wrong answer for this. Um, it depends on how immediate or how urgent do you think you need that answer, and your child needs to give you that answer. If your child is not, uh, you know, um, is feeling depressed for their you know, current situation, they don't have the proper social circle, um, you can go ahead and broach the subject. You can go ahead and start the conversation, but you can't pin them down and say, hey, tell me, what's your sexual preference? No. I think it has to be a dialogue that gets started and see where it goes. But once again, letting the child lead what they want to say. Because as soon, and I've said this repeatedly even in earlier um, sessions, where if you come across as authoritative if you come across as judgmental, those are two things that the child is just not going to open up to you because they're just going to say, well, hey, you're just not going to understand. You don't understand. You don't understand. You don't know what I'm going through. That's when the parent has to let themselves be come to the level of the kid and say to them, hey, tell me, let me be a part of your journey. What great information. What a nice man you are. So wrap it up with your final thoughts for parents listening who may be also sharing this show with their teens or their family members about coming out, what you want parents to know about listening well and and using good wording because it can set a teen, especially a teen with those teenage brains, it can set a teen off the littlest wrong word that you say, even if you are trying to do all of the right things. So Dr. Marotra, tell us how to do all of the right things. <laughs> I, I wish I knew the answer to that. I will only give you some uh, advice, uh, what I think may work. But once again, it has to be customized to each situation. A lot of us as parents feel that we know best. We want our kids to grow up the way we want them to grow up, and we lose the child in that process. So as a parent, you have to be open. You have to understand your child's feelings and not withdraw from your role as a parent, but give them the guidance and give them that sense of being cared for and accepted, letting them know that they are loved, which is absolutely critical to overall health and development of all kids, regardless of their sexual orientation. And in that process, make sure as a parent that you cope with your own emotions and concerns when your child does come out. And it is, I think once that process has been completed, or at least that initial um, anxiety and fear has been overcome, because the process never finishes, right? So the, once that initial phase is done, it is the best um, situation to be in because the love that then develops between the parent and the child 
and that closeness that develops is immeasurable. Absolutely well said, Dr. Marotra. And it's it's really all true. And parents listening, listen again to what he said about how we we love our children. We listen. We offer them support. We don't make any judgments. You know, we don't ask if it's a phase. All of these things. And I know some of us have made those mistakes. But this is the way we're learning now from the experts at the American Academy of Pediatrics. And be sure and share this show with friends and family so that they can all learn as well. You're listening to Healthy Children. Our guests are provided by the American Academy of Pediatrics in conjunction with their consumer website, healthychildren.org. You can listen on Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts. They tell me it's Google Podcasts now, but we want you to listen at radiomd.com. If you have any suggestions for us, please email us. Let us know some topics you would like us to cover on Healthy Children. I'm Melanie Cole.